0: Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, it is a football Friday. Could not be more excited for the game on Sunday for the Titans with an opportunity to get back above 500 for the first time since week one. Hopefully, they'll be able to capitalize on that opportunity. To do so, in our first segment, we will talk about the key game plan points for the Titans that they'll need to address to be able to get a victory against the Panthers. We'll also talk about who our key players will have to be for the Titans to be able to secure a victory in Carolina. In our second segment, we will do my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy preview that if you listened to last week, you got some really good daily fantasy advice. We will also do our Keeping It Plus 100 and go over all of the gambling information about the Titans game. See if we can maybe turn that into some luck on mybookie.com. And then in our third and final segment, we will do Song of the AFC South. Go ahead and take a look at the AFC division rivals that the Titans have playing this weekend and see what the Titans' rooting interest should be for those games as we get closer and closer to the playoffs. Really excited to jump into another Football Friday and preview the game with you guys. Let's get it. Your Tennessee Titans lead story is the game against the Carolina Panthers in Carolina on Sunday, where, as I said, the Titans do have the opportunity to get above 500 for the first time since week one. So let's go ahead and preview the game. First, we will talk about some overall game plan points that the Titans will have to focus on, and then we will finish up talking about our key players for the game. So let's jump right in to the Tennessee Titans offense. Right now, the Titans rushing offense ranks 20th in the NFL, 98.2 yards per game. For a Titans offense that needs to be centered around Derrick Henry and focused on establishing the run game in and game out, that's not good enough to not be in the top half of the league, so the Titans will have to improve upon that. They have a good opportunity to do so going against a Carolina Panthers defense that has some real deficiencies against the run. Right now, they're allowing 135 rushing yards per game, including 235 rushing yards allowed last week against the San Francisco 49ers. Now, clearly the 49ers have a very good offense led by a very talented offensive mind in Kyle Shanahan, but clearly that is a weakness of this defense that does really well against the pass due to the talent they have in the secondary and in the linebacker core. So, it'll be imperative that Derrick Henry get back on track as he has not had more than 100 yards in a game since week four against Atlanta. I do Firmly believe Derrick Henry will have to go over 100 yards rushing and at least get one touchdown in this game for the Titans offense to play well enough to secure a victory on the road. On that note, an extension of the run game will always be the short passing game, and I do believe that Johnu Smith and Adam Humphreys will have to be a focus for this Titans offense with the quick rhythm passing game over the middle. The Carolina defense is famous for their zone coverages. They'll run a cover two primarily with their two safeties covering each half of the field. Luke Keekley will drop back into the middle of those two safeties to kind of prevent any kind of opening where you'll see a lot of posts or seams up the middle on cover two. That is something that the Titans offense I don't really think has the ability to combat. They're not going to be able to throw balls down the field. This is something Deshaun Watson talked about famously in his press conference after the Carolina loss in Houston. The Panthers run these complex zone coverages where their safeties will take away everything outside and everything deep the linebackers in the middle will focus on every all the crossers over the middle of crossing routes everything coming in between those two safeties and the corners will press up on the line of scrimmage to take away the flats it's a really good coverage running that cover two with a middleman like Keekly who has the athleticism and the knowledge and the IQ to be able to take away any kind of solid route combination that would expose a cover two. they also mix in cover four where their two corners and their two safeties each have a quarter of the field and then the linebacker's have everything underneath. We've seen even more complex coverages out of the Carolina defense, where they will have their two safeties come down and play over over the middle, and have their two outside corners actually play the the deep cover two zones. So Carolina has the ability to really confuse an offense and they run a lot of coverages that don't allow you to attack deep. Because of that, the Titans will have to get the run game going as we said, and they will have to have Jonu Smith and Adam Humphries be effective over the middle on short to intermediate routes, just like George Kittle, Chris Godwin, Larry Fitzgerald, Emmanuel Sanders and DD Westbrook were all able to have success against this Carolina defense. On defense for the Titans, very clear objective here will be to limit Christian McCaffrey 105 rushing yards per game, 49 receiving yards per game, 10 touchdowns, 46% of the Carolina Panthers' offensive output. They will have to make sure that there are eyes on McCaffrey and a body on McCaffrey at all times. And in that vein, the Titans will have to focus on being sound tacklers this Carolina offense doesn't have a lot of big bodied receivers that we've seen hurt the Titans in the past they have a lot of small quick guys like McCaffrey like Curtis Samuel like DJ Moore like Jarius Wright all of their wide receivers are quick fast guys the Titans will have to get these guys on the ground to prevent them from you know breaking a tackle and and taking one to the house so on that note as I said Derrick Henry he'll need to go over 100 yards most likely need to have a touchdown or two to give the Titans a chance on the road. Adam Humphreys has yet to score a touchdown this year. I think he'll need to be effective in the red zone for the Titans. And Jayon Brown, 45 tackles, one sack, six passes defend, one tackle for loss, 10 quarterback hits. He'll have to be huge against Christian McCaffrey for the Titans to be able to pull out a victory in Carolina. Before we jump into our second segment, though, let's take a look at the injury report and get an idea of where the Titans sit as of Thursday's practice Unfortunately, I mentioned earlier in this week on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans, I didn't think you needed to worry about Ben Jones or Jarrell Casey. Unfortunately, Both of them were not able to practice on Thursday, and Mike Vrabel made it a point to say that Ben Jones had some issues with his concussion on Monday and was not as far along within the concussion protocol as Roger Saffold. That's not a good sign to me. I I don't expect Ben Jones to play in this game now. Jarrell Casey with a shoulder, they could just be given a veteran who's done the work and done the homework Another day off, but having not practiced for the first two practices, I'm starting to get a little bit worried about Jarrell Casey. Delaney Walker still not participating in practice. Uh, It seems that his ankle has just not recovered the way that that the Titans were hoped. After being limited on Wednesday, though, Malcolm Butler and Adoree Jackson were both back to full participants. And Roger Saffold, coming off the concussion I mentioned, he was also a full participant. On the Panthers' side, talented edge rusher Mario Addison still not practicing. Uh, Vernon Butler the talented defensive tackle was able to practice. Their left tackle, Greg Little, who's been out with a concussion for a while, still unable to practice. Uh, We're seeing guys like Curtis Samuel, Shaq Thompson, Jarius Wright, Christian McCaffrey all get back into practice as well. So it seems like the Panthers will have generally most of their squad. And the Titans right now look to possibly only be missing their starting center and maybe Jarrell Casey, which are the anchors on either line. So, Definitely something for Titans fans to be concerned about going into Sunday, so keep our eye on that. We are going to jump into our second segment. Before we do, I do want to remind you guys that the folks at Roman, a men's health company, are changing the game with Roman Swipes, the secret to longer-lasting sex. Get $10 off your first order of swipes and free two-day shipping at GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNFL. Do you ever find yourself wishing you could make some extra cash with your NFL knowledge? At MyBookie, they want to make your dream come true this season. Right now, all players are invited to play in the free $50,000 Survivor Contest, Winner Takes All. Contest starts October the 8th and closes October 14th before the start of Monday Night Football. Pick one team each week, survive the longest, and you can take home $50,000 in cash. Make a successful deposit with MyBookie, and you'll receive free entry into the contest today deck. Between football season, the MLB playoffs, the start of the NBA and NHL seasons, it's time to get off the sidelines and get in on the action. So if you're gonna bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. And if you join right now, mybookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKED ON to activate the offer. That's promo code LOCKED ON to double your cash. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play. You You win, you get paid. My beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy preview. Okay, guys, before we jump into this week's preview, I am going to take a moment to say, I told you so. I hope that you listened to me last week and put Jonu Smith... Into your lineups, if you were streaming at quarterback, I hope that you got a hold of Ryan Tannehill and maybe stack those two in your lineups. Uh, Johnu Smith was able to put together a fantastic performance around 80 yards, I think it was 78 yards and a touchdown. Uh, got you around 20 fantasy points if you're playing PPR, which is pretty much the standard in the industry now. So I told y'all, now we don't need to go back and look at all the other weeks to see if I was right or not. All we need to know is that I was right on with Jonu Smith last week, and you guys should have listened if you didn't. So I actually put my money where my mouth was and picked up Jonu Smith in my season-long league where I've just been shuffling through tight ends all season long, and he was able to secure me a victory. So I'm not going to talk about my fantasy football team just letting you guys know. I'm out here giving you guys the best information you can find for the Titans in daily fantasy. So speaking of that, Let's jump into our conversation about the fantasy aspect of this game. Derrick Henry, while he's had a few subpar weeks unless he gets a touchdown, I think this is a big opportunity, as I mentioned in our first segment, where he's going to have to be the focal point of this game plan. He's going to have to be successful on the ground. The Panthers give up the fifth most points to fantasy running backs at 23.6 Points allowed per week. Derrick Henry's going to have to take advantage of that. Find a way to get in the end zone once or twice. Go over 100 yards. I really think the Titans are going to need that to be able to succeed. And against this defense that just allows people to run up and down. Like a 235 last week against the San Francisco 49ers. The Titans are going to have to be able to run the ball. So look for Derrick Henry to have a pretty big week. He's His price in Daily Fantasy has gone down a little bit throughout the weeks. I would look to pounce on somebody like Derrick Henry as a flex or a running back 2 option in Daily Fantasy. Season long, you're playing Derrick Henry. You have no choice. So that's an obvious go-to. Uh, Adam Humphreys in this game right now. The Panthers are 17th worst in the league, giving up 22.9 yards per or fantasy points per game to fantasy wide receivers. I'm gonna say. Adam Humphreys and A.J. Brown have a better chance of taking advantage of this matchup. James Bradbury, who is a very, very good cornerback for the Carolina Panthers, will probably spend time on Corey Davis just with how things naturally align. So I would look for Adam Humphreys specifically, but possibly A.J. Brown to, to be making an impact. Adam Humphreys is cheaper in a lot of daily fantasy sites. So that's kind of where I would start to look and with the way that the Panthers play defense as I covered in our first segment I think it's important for Adam Humphreys to get going for the Titans So I would look for that in daily fantasy and season long. Typically you've been playing Delaney Walker He was out last week. So that's why I suggested Jonu Smith as a replacement But even with Jonu Smith playing this week or Delaney Walker being ruled out or whether they both play It doesn't matter. I would not be looking for tight ends in this matchup we know about Luke Keekley, Shaq Thompson is an excellent pass coverage linebacker, Eric Reed as one of their safeties, they're very good over the middle against, you know, tight ends at least going deep. It, you may be able to find some of these guys short or on a screen pass, but I don't think it'll be consistent enough targets and consistent enough opportunities to um, Warrant using uh, Johnu Smith or Delaney Walker as a fantasy option in daily or season long. The Panthers do only give up 6.1 fantasy points per week to the tight end position. That's 21st in the NFL in terms of points scored, so I wouldn't be looking for that. Same with the defense. The Titans defense, although... They have been playing well. Clearly, they're giving up a little bit more in the past two weeks than they have typically. I expect them to get back on track here, but I still don't know if it'll be a a turnover performance where you'll be able to get valid or, uh, I guess, enough fantasy points from your defense to warrant starting the Titans. If you have them in season long, you're probably going to start them. Because there are only so many defenses worth it. But I would look to stream or, or look for a better option if possible due to the way the Panthers play offense. They just don't give other defenses a lot of fantasy-worthy opportunities. So as for Ryan Tannehill, I'm not playing Ryan Tannehill this week, daily, season-long, anything. The Panthers right now are 7th best in the league in terms of holding fantasy quarterbacks right now they only give up 15.3 points per week to fantasy quarterbacks it's just not really something that I would look to do so just a recap I would shy away from the Titans defense the tight end options and Ryan Tannehill I would look for Derek Henry and Adam Humphrey specifically possibly A.J. Brown if you just happen to have a hunch I would stay away from Corey Davis as well in this game we will move to our keeping it plus 100 segment and talk about the gambling. Aspect of this game, if you are going to maybe try to make things a little more interesting, make sure you do so on mybookie.ag, but right now the Titans line is showing at 42 over under, I would probably stay away from that line right now, that's think about both teams scoring 21 points. I can most certainly see this game as a 24-21 game. 27-24, 23-20, uh, even 2017 17 would get you the, the under. But the outcomes are so varied for that kind of range of scores that I don't know if I would feel very comfortable about, about that. If I could get it into a parlay and possibly get it up to like 28 or 48 maybe even a a 10-point parlay, get it to 52, I would feel more comfortable with an under there. But as I've told you guys all year, I don't like to root for unders, so I'm going to go ahead and shy away from this over-under and probably not put any money down on that. Looking at the line right now, the Titans are getting three and a half points. I love three and a half. That's fantastic. Most NFL games are going to come down to about a three-point game. Obviously, with the way the scoring works in American football, three points is a very common uh, difference and teams. I think getting that extra half point, so if the Titans were to, you know, fall by three points, you're still gonna be able to pull out a victory and make yourself some money. So I really like the Titans at three and a half. I don't really want to do much with the over-under not too interested in putting my money in that well. But with that with that spread, I really do like the Titans this weekend. I'll talk about my prediction in the third segment. So we'll go ahead and jump into the third segment. We're going to do a little song of the ASC South, and I will cover what the Titans division rivals are doing this weekend in the NFL and talk about where the Titans fans' rooting interest should be when it comes to talking playoff picture and playoff seeding. So we'll jump into that next. Song of the AFC South. Let's take a look at what the Titans division rivals are doing this weekend and see how it impacts how we should root for these games to turn out. So, we will talk about our first matchup here, a division matchup, which you got to like to see from a Titans perspective, see uh, the division rivals kind of cannibalize themselves. We have the Houston Texans at the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, the Titans in this instance, in my opinion, need Jacksonville to win. They they need to hurt the te- I see the Texans as more of a threat long term just due to the talent that they have on their team. So it would be nice to kind of jumble things up as much as possible. Right now the Jaguars sit at 4-4 four and, four, and the Texans do sit at 5-3. So to see the Jags go to 5-4 and, and the Texans go to down to 5-4 and, and get another conference loss, get another division loss for them. I think that would be be the optimal outcome for the Titans. I know that, that puts the Jags right kind of back in the same boat but say whatever you will I, I just don't have faith in the Jags long term that will be a 9:30 Eastern Standard Time game because it's being played in London so Titans fans will have a good idea of how the Titans were impacted by that game. By the time that kickoff happens at one o'clock Eastern for the Titans, so I love those early morning Sunday games. I, I, let me know how you guys feel about those at Tic Tac Titans on Twitter. But I really love waking up early in the morning and having some football queued up and ready to go to lead us into the one o'clock window. So really, really like that. So as I said, I would like to see Jacksonville at home be able to pull off this victory against Houston to bring Houston kind of back to the pack with everybody else for wild card seeding. Going on to the next division game for the Titans. The Colts sit at five and two. They are playing the three and four Steelers. It's my opinion that the Colts are going to win this division based on their schedule and based on their team. So I would like to see the Colts go ahead and take care of business here, uh, eliminate the Steelers from any kind of playoff contention. The, sta- the Steelers currently sit at 3-4. and four. It's not illogical that they would be able to climb their way back into some sort of playoff picture or be able to push towards the end of the season to make it. I would rather just eliminate as many possibilities as possible early. I think that this race in the AFC South for the second wildcard spot Will be Houston, Jacksonville, and the Titans fighting for it. So let's go ahead and get Indianapolis a win there. They'll take their stranglehold on the AFC South, which is perfectly fine from the Titans' perspective. I don't think that's something that they'd be able to compete for at this time in the season anyway. And let's bury uh, another wild card potential candidate there with the Steelers being three and four and being directly behind the Titans when it comes to the playoff race. So some other teams that we were looking at last week the Raiders were at three and three they took a loss so now they're at three and four not really too worried about them San Diego does have a very good team they were able to get a win over Chicago last week but they're sitting at three and five uh, with some games against the Chiefs remaining. So I-, I am not too concerned about anyone below the Titans right now, the Steelers, the Raiders, the Chargers. I am concerned about the Buffalo Bills, who sit at 5-2, and two, who currently have a stranglehold on that first wild card spot, and obviously worried about the Houston Texans and Jacksonville Jaguars. But that's really all the Titans have to worry about right now. If they're able to be the second-best team in their division, I have a feeling that that will get the Titans into the playoffs. So let's hope that everybody other than the Colts has jumbled up and the Titans can continue to stack some wins together here and make their push. Uh, if they can get ahead of the Texans and ahead of the Jaguars, I do think that they'll be able to pull off a wild card spot. So really excited to see how all of that shakes out on Sunday. I am so excited for this game. I think the Titans' strengths really line up with what the Panthers weaknesses are I think it helps the Titans that they're bad against the run it helps the Titans that they are a prolific passing offense all of these things go into the Titans favor so I said on Wednesday when we did our crossover Wednesday podcast that I could see this being 21 to 20, 24 to 23. And I do think that is the case. But taking a look at some of the numbers and seeing some of the things that I've been seeing on tape the last few days, I'm going to go ahead and switch that prediction, although I think the scores are pretty accurate and I think the Titans win this ball game in Carolina 24 to 20. Should be a very good game. Should be very close. Could be a very frustrating game with some of the things I talked about in the first segment. The Titans, if they miss tackles, if they let some of these quick guys that the Panthers have break a few tackles and get down the field, it could really be a bad sign for the Titans defense, who typically can get guys on the ground and have responded from their early struggles with tackling. So that'll be the key for the Titans. Can they get the Carolina Speed weapons onto the ground before they're able to... I hurt him. And on defense, pretty simply, the Titans will have to shut down. Christian McCaffrey if they want a chance to win so 24-20 to 20 is my prediction the Titans stack a third win in a row and get ready for Kansas City next week hopefully we are back on Monday for a victory Monday conversation and we can all have a good time and talk about a great game where the Titans were able to get another win so ready for all of that hope you guys enjoyed the shows this week really trying to give you guys the best content I can and I appreciate everybody who is enjoying it who's engaging with me on Twitter I can't tell you enough how much I appreciate Appreciate all your kind words and and all of us having a good time together this is a community and i enjoy being a part of it with you guys before we go i do want to tell you about something pretty cool so i've been on record and pretty clear that i think big jeff is a terrible nickname for jeffrey simmons i, I think grind time simmons right now is, is probably my favorite uh, i threw out the kool-aid man which uh Teron Davenport had mentioned, threw up some visuals for that on Twitter. Didn't get the greatest response, so maybe we move forward. But I did have uh, my guy Harrison Hudson um, reach out to me with a pretty good suggestion. If Big Jeff is going to be the nickname, which at this point in the building it seems to have taken off. Mike Keith says it all the time. I'm, I'm going to have a hard time seeing Big Jeff being overruled for anything else. Uh, I want to have some fun with it, if that's the case, then. I, I don't like Big Jeff. I, I don't want to say it. Uh, I'm not going to be able to buy into it. I just don't like it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't. So, in my opinion, some some things that are possible here, uh, and you know, I've gotten mixed reaction, but uh, El Jefe Grande, you know, the Big Jeff, I, I, I really like that. Well, my guy Harrison was actually able to put together some t-shirts for Jeffrey Simmons with the L Jeffe Grande logo made up. So I want you guys to check out those shirts and I actually have a promo code for you guys. So I'm going to give you that information. If you go to badnashapparel.com, that's B-A-D-N-A-S-H apparel.com, and pick yourself up an L Jeffe Grande shirt, use promo code tictac 20 and you'll get 20% off your shirt order. So these are really cool shirts. Really like the design from Harrison. El Jefe Grande is so much better than Big Jeff and can be used in place of it while also not replacing it. So I really like the idea of it. Harrison has a really cool design I think with a skull and crossbones and kind of the the name put into it. So check that out on my Twitter uh, Also, like I said, go to badnashapparel.com, use promo code TICTAC20, and you'll get 20% off your order. Really appreciate Harrison's effort there. Really love the design and really love the idea of kind of taking a spin on Big Jeff and making it something better than than what I think the, the original actually is. But other than that, it's been an excellent show, excellent week. Like I said, I really appreciate you guys. I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.